and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name, yep, you guessed it, is AJ Kierens, and I'm your host here each and every week as I do my best and do my part to introduce you to the artists and designers who bring your favorite beers and breweries to life. It's a simple concept, and it's keeping us going strong. And this week is no different. This week, we are officially kicking off season number eight. Joining us from the lovely Green Isle, Dublin, Ireland, Sophie DeVere, our first guest from Ireland. I've had the wonderful pleasure of visiting the homeland on several occasions with my family, actually my uh, sister and mother, my sister Shannon, which uh, is a very popular name. We'll be heading over there shortly in a couple weeks. So send them over there. Told them to check out Whiplash. They have the opportunity. That's actually how we came to learn of Sophie by way of one of our listeners, uh, which is really awesome. Vinny. We check him out at vinny.cast, V-I-N-N-I.cast. Really cool opportunity to meet Vinny and his wife this past summer at the Art of Craft Beer Show. They came up from New Jersey to see Dan Blakesley play. And he shot me a message probably about a month later and said, hey, check out this artist. I think he really would dig it. And so I reached out to her, you know, and here we are. But we just really enjoy speaking with her. She's extremely positive, full of energy, you know, really made for an easy guest. But what she's doing is is creative it's unique and it's distinct and it's really nice to see that we have the beauty and you know privilege to interview so many great artists and it's cool to be able to say from around the world and what Sophie's doing I, I can't think of another brewery or label artist that's doing something similar to that her collage work it's very detailed time consuming you know it's not just cutting shit out of a magazine this isn't kindergarten it's really you know detailed even just speaking to her about the type of magazines that she likes color palettes, styles, it's just, um, it's encouraging, it's exciting, you know, if you're listening to this and you don't, and you listen to this episode and you think you have something unique way or interpretation or perception of music or art or life, this is a great example of that, she's true to her craft, she's true to herself, she's passionate, she loves what she does, and it's completely her own, so... I think it's a good, you know, good introduction to, to what we're doing there. Uh, if you want to follow along to, with what Sophie's doing, it's Sophie, S-O-P-H-I-E underscore Devere, D-E-B-E-R-E on Instagram. You can also check out Whiplash Beer on Instagram and whiplashbeer.com. See all of her work in action, in motion, in 3D. Definitely uh, don't miss that opportunity. Like I said before, this is episode number 82, Ochenta y Dos, featuring Sophie DeVere, Whiplash Brewing Company, 16-ounce canvas, 16ozcanvas.com is the website if that's not how you got to us, 16ozcanvas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And like I said, we are always open to recommendations, you know, uh, referrals, or just, you know, tagging your own shit. Hashtag tic-tac-toe pound 16OZ canvas. It's cool. We have a little snippet of code. It propagates it to the website. We get notified. We love it. I think we're getting close to 100, uh, not 100, excuse me, 1,000 tags of 16-ounce canvas images. So it's really exciting. 
more nerd speak, but it's just really cool that we're building something together. As we mentioned last week, uh, we kind of teased it. We will be teaming up with Heidi Geist of the 48 Beer Project. She stopped by the studios the other day here in Connecticut. We were chatting. She brought Fearless, which is her badass bus, and kind of showed us what she's working on, things in, things in motion. She's up there working with our, you know, the crew up at Beard. So uh, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, we're heading out of town. So I don't want to say unfortunately because I'm getting to go to San Diego, but we're just going to miss her being in Connecticut and missing the art show that she's doing also with one of our uh, previous guests, Dan Morning. So 48 Beer Project on Instagram and 48beerproject.com. We're trying to figure out how to schedule the calls and what have you. So I think probably maybe next week will be our first call. Kind of just, hey, what's going on? Where are you in the country? What labels have you worked on? Any cool stories? Heidi's a talker, she's a storyteller, and so it'd be good to, to connect with her. She's one of our first guests that we had here on the 16-ounce canvas, and it's just been extremely encouraging to, to see how hard she's working and what she's doing. So we really are just, you know, we're building a family. Once you're on this show, you know, we support and we're loyal and we'll promote what you're doing. So Heidi is family. We've had the pleasure. She was part of the Art of Craft Beer Show. Whenever I'm in Portland, we get together, and so... Just want to wish her the best. And if you haven't had a chance, you check out 48beerproject.com. So without further ado, we're going to get right into it. This is episode number 82, Sophie DeVere, 16-ounce canvas. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Very excited to have with us today, checking in from Dublin, Ireland, Sophie DeVere. You can find Sophie on her Instagram page if you're trying to follow along for this episode. S-O-P-H-I-E underscore D-E-V-E-R-E. Thank you so much for, for making the time to join us today, Sophie. Hi, yeah. Yeah, I'm really happy to be chatting to you. Yeah, it was great. Uh, like I said, we're always, you know, we're chatting. We're always looking for folks. We, you know, we're, we have no barriers or where we find great artists. I'm really excited. You're our first uh, artist from, from Ireland and one of our listeners you know, Vinny, he texted me about two months ago and said, oh, you got to check out this mm-hmm. awesome artist, Sophie. She does work with Whiplash, and I've been following along, and I really love your your style. I think your your designs are super unique, the the mixed mediums, and I just really uh, it's really uh, appreciate you being a, being a part of the project. Oh, thanks, man. That's so nice. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always awesome to, to hear good feedback. Um, so that's really lovely. Thank you so much. Um, I'm really happy that you're just enjoying my stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. And I, I mean, we do a lot of these and I really, uh, can say with confidence that, you know, they're, they're not only great, but they're super unique and you really, you know, it's, it's nice to, we were talking about your Instagram before to, to follow along and see some of the process. Cause it's a, it's a unique mm-hmm. style and it's really, you know, I, I, I love Thank that. You. You know, it's very, it's very creative too. Oh yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah exactly so so yeah so if you saw i really like i said you know, before we're, we're gonna see you know want to learn about your your stories and your adventures and kind of you know see where it takes us so you know this is the the part where i get to kind of kick my feet back up i don't have a, a proper cup of tea but um i've got some coffee here and you know this what's the sophie story how did you get into art and you know yeah and all that fun stuff the sophie story um, where do I start? The, the, the beginning, really. That's the best part. Of yeah, beginning. go for it. Um, so, yeah, so I basically, um, 
I'm a bit of a of an art school dropout, so I, I tried the college thing and it didn't really work out. And um, I was kind of doing photography and stuff in college. It's like a really long time ago. I feel really old now. Um, and a lot of it was kind of analog, so I was messing around a lot with film photography. And and then it was just like a slow transition into kind of using that photography uh, on paper and kind of cutting it up and, and making it into something different. Um, and then I, I kind of I kind of started using that that medium of collage more and more, um, and it just kind of I got really into it. Um, I've I kind of I suppose I've always been a bit of a collector, um, so I like to like to collect things like magazines and and pictures and just random bits and bobs. Um, so I suppose like incorporating that into my art was really natural, I guess. Um, so, so yeah, I just started making more and more and then my friends kind of copped onto it and they were like, oh, I really like your stuff. And, you know, can I get a print of that? Or can you do this for my band? Or um, that was, you know, kind of the beginning of it. It was just good feedback from mates, just asking me to do stuff for them. And then um, I started making prints and selling them in local galleries here in Dublin. And um, I just, I started to create more and more. Uh, and then time goes by, I, I kind of slid into my own personal style, I suppose, if you can call it that. Um, yeah, and then, I, and then Alex came along. He really liked my work. And I really liked his beer. And so he asked me, you know, one day, can you, do you think you can make a piece for my label? Because I really like it. Um, so I messed around and I came up with a few ideas. And straight away he was like, yeah, that's it. That's exactly what I want. I wanted something completely different to anything else that's going on in the beer world right now. Um, and we started kind of collaborating with each other. And that, that was it. And then from then on, I'm... I'm head of the lovely hands department. <laughs> well, yeah. And I, like I said, there, it's uh, for yeah. folks, if you want to also, I said, check out Sophie's Instagram, but whiplashbeer.com slash beers. You can see some of the great, you know, designs. And yeah, I think they're really, really unique. And that's what, that's what I love. I mean, I, I like a lot of the empty space and the fact that they're really kind of the, the centerpiece and the, the key piece of the, of the brand. So it's, it's really nice to, to, mm -hmm. to have that, you know, it doesn't, it screams whiplash because it has your artwork on it. It doesn't have, you know, massive, mm. massive 90-point like, fonts, right? And I think that's important. Yeah, I think that was, like, the, the biggest uh, thing that we wanted to do is, like, the idea behind it really was we wanted it to be, like, a record. Like, we wanted it to look like a cover of a record or we wanted it to just look like a piece of art instead of a beer with something on it you know like we wanted to make something that we saw stand out and go oh what's that like you know I like the look of that and and I want to pick that up you know so I just want to make something that I I, I want to pick up basically and and uh showcase it for the for the art that it is um like a lot like a record you know yeah, it definitely has a record, you know, you know the, the cover vibe. Mm. And I think that that's, 
it's screaming. We does that's on our shelves here, but I think now with the uh, the fam gun over there, I have them uh, smuggle me back a few a few cans when they come to visit. But I just think, yeah, it really, it really pops. It's got a you know, it's kind of has a retro vibe to it. Like you're saying, you know, even us talking about records mm. versus you know whatever has that you know already shows a kind of a appreciation for designs of the past. And it's really, yeah, it's really. I think it's it's really funky. It's really fun. You know, it, it's it's got a oh, uh, it's got yeah. a, good, a good energy to it, which I think is probably mission accomplished. I, I think that kind of ties it in nicely as well because I'm, I'm such a, I am a bit of a collector um, and I do take a lot of images and things from, I suppose, the past and try and make them modern in my own kind of style. But um, it's, it's like the same goes for like collecting records or, you know, collecting books. It's the same kind of thing. It all kind of works together quite nicely, I think. Um, so... Given that it's a mixed, you know, medium, and as you just, you know, you describe yourself a cutter upper, you know, what is, uh, yeah, kind of what's your what's your process like? I mean, are you, are you just digging? I mean, how, how do you know when you find that when you when you find yeah when my you process, find yeah my process is it's a bit different I suppose um, yeah so I'm not really I'm not I'm not exactly like the minimalist when it comes to working I don't have like a perfect white studio. And like, no, I love, no, I love, yeah, I love the photo you sent me. It's like, it's just like controlled chaos, but like it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also, yeah. yeah. And then I loved I, it because there's an awesome I, yellow I, Game I, Boy I, there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if you could see <laughs> oh, what, yeah, it, you gotta have the Game Boy, that's yeah, if you could see what I'm working in right work, now. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, you got to pick it up halfway through when you have a bit of a, a lull just to like play some Tetris and get back straight into it. Fuck yeah. Um, no, it's yeah. I'm a, I'm a bit of I'm a bit of a mess when it comes to how I work, but it's just how was all I know. Um, so yeah, my studio at the moment is just it looks like a, a blizzard's just hit it, and there's just stuff everywhere. Uh, and to anybody else that kind of comes in, they just think, "What the fuck is happening?" You know, like someone's broken in and just just messed this place up completely. But that's that's just the way I work. So, for instance, the floor of my studio is just covered head to toe in in pictures and materials and papers and inks and paints and all different kinds of stuff. And I, I basically just like smush it all around and lay everything out. So there's hundreds and hundreds of cutouts all over my floor. And then I can have a really good look of exactly what I have, but that's just like a that's just like a quarter of what goes on in my studio. So then I have like boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of other imagery, um, none of which are like labelled. So I just have to kind of grab everything I can and just all shake it out and duck it out and just kind of roll around in it and just see if any images jump out at me. And if they do then I kind of collect the things that I like the most and it usually starts with colours. I think like colour is a, a really, it's a key part of my work. So I, I'm always drawn to colour and I'll figure out what colours kind of work real nice with each other. And then that's like a starting point. And then from then on, I have, and from then on, I just kind of, um, I guess I just experiment with different stuff like paints and inks and foils and things like that. Um, and then I use the, and then I start using composition. So I'll move things around and see if it fits 
um, kind of make a story almost out of it. Um, a brief always works for me because I am so haphazard with the way I work. So I, it is nice to have a starting point of like the name, you know? Um, so if I have a name, then I can kind of work my way towards, you know, so what does that name mean to me in my brain? How do I make something of it? Or what does it, what does it make me feel like? Or what have I seen or been inspired by? Um, and then I just piece it together slowly, but surely I piece it all together. And then, and then it kind of, and then it just sort of happens naturally. It's quite an organic process, I suppose. Um, I'll put it down sometimes and I'll, and I'll just be like, fuck, I can't work today. And it's just not, it's not going the way I want it to go. And I'll go and I'll, I'll listen to the music or, I'll, you know, I'll walk away for a bit. I'll grab a beer and I'll chill out and I'll come back to it. And then I might just completely change everything about it again. Um, and then there's this one moment where it just clicks and I go, that's it. I, it, it's like a feeling and you go oh that feels nice that looks nice I'm happy with that and then I show it to Alex and either Alex goes no <laughs> I hate it it's not working um or he goes yeah that's great uh maybe we could change that around a little bit or the colors aren't like completely right for it and um I'll just work with it and then other times he can he'll look at it and go yeah perfect that's it I want it put it on and that's kind of the way. That's kind of the way I work. Now. Yeah. Now, how are you showing him the previews? Given given the style, are you just taking scans or pictures, or are you guys local enough that he comes by and checks yeah. it out? Yeah. So um, everything everything I do is analog. So everything I do is like by my hands and my eyes. That's it. Like that's all. So everything that happens is analog once it's done it's all stuck down by glue i mount everything and then i scan it in and absolutely nothing about the process is digital other than scanning it in that's literally all it is um because it's just the way i roll i don't i've i've, I've tried photoshop and like you know i went and i did a course on like um photoshop illustrator all that kind of thing and I just, I, I don't, I just don't gel with it. I don't know what it is, but I, I feel, I don't feel like I'm having fun when I'm working digital. And I, I, I love working analog and I feel like I'm having a lot of fun when I do it like that. And it just feels like me. So absolutely everything about the program is done like that. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I could. And, uh, I, I think it kind of, it kind of gives it like a, a um, I like the kind of homemade feel that it that you do get from it, and I suppose that goes back to like what we were saying about like the vintage kind of feel. It's like it's a craft, and like craft beer itself, it's like I'm actually making it. Yeah. You know, from real things. You know. Yeah, you can see. Um, what, you can see that. Yeah. Yeah, so. it kind of it fits quite nicely, I think. Well, right. I think that's your style, and I think that you know you can see where you hmm. you can see the cuts. You can kind of see the. The imp- right. Like it's not like yeah, it's oh not this perfect. is the round ra- right it's imp- yeah I always say imperfect per- you know perfection because you don't have like you, it's not this I mean I'm not right. a, I'm not a, when I cut things it's not like you know I can go on the computer and clean it up but that's not really that's not what happened and if you're going through those magazines and all that mm-hmm. stuff then why don't you just search the internet for images and crop things out you know it, it, exactly. part of your part of your process is the insane amount of you know 
probably magazines and imagery that you have that you're sorting Ooh. through and being inspired by. I, I don't know. I just think that I, I think that's the beauty of it. You know, you you are you choose that that process, and and the fact that you don't do digital is it's hard. I yeah. think it's I think it's almost harder in a way to not do as much digital. And I've yeah. spoken to a lot of folks who who've gone down digital and they and they love it, but a lot of them still miss that. You know, the pen touching the ink, you know the paper and having a, a physical kind of rough copy with them. You know, one, yeah. One of the guys said, you know, he had, a, mm-hmm. he had like a closet or a drawer of all the stuff he said, and then he went digital and made his life a lot easier time wise. But he missed having something to that was quantifiable for his time. Saying I spent you know twenty hours and I made this, and it's like oh here's just this file I emailed to somebody now. Yeah. So he said it was like in a way yeah. depre- a little depressing to him. Yeah, totally. That's exactly how I feel. Um, and I I I I always I like photography. Um, and I like collecting books and magazines. Anyway, like that that part of the process of like going out and like looking through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of magazines and books in secondhand shops and flea markets and the rest of it and like just finding one book that might have like one image in it and like buying it for 50 cents but knowing that you have that one image in that book like and and that just like makes me so happy do you know you don't even I don't even know if I'm going to use it but just knowing I have that and like I'm a little bit of a hoarder so like (laughs) just anything like that or I could pick up like an image that's like so perfect but there's like a little rip on the side of it and I'm like it doesn't matter I kind of like that little rip on the side of it because it's like it's been through something yeah, you know like it's, yeah. it's nostalgic it's a, it's a little it's something old that I'm making new again you know so oh yeah if yeah I, I really like I really like making things with my hands and yeah exactly like you were saying it kind of feels like you know I could spend a lot of time doing it on on a computer but at at the end, I, I wouldn't feel fulfilled. Yeah, I would have been, I mean, and everyone has their own methods. I would have been so sad if you're like, yeah, I just, I search Google and then I just kind of take some shit off there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I oh, fuck. So yeah, I'm like, oh, that totally, yeah. the whole, the whole lore of uh, talking to you, I'm like, oh, that's terrible. No. Yeah. But I, I like what you're saying yeah, about, I, I, yeah. Don't get me wrong, like, I, 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 I have, like, messed around before, like, not for my artwork, but I've, like, messed around before on Photoshop doing the collage kind of thing on Photoshop, and it, and it turns out horrible, like, it, it, I don't know if it turns out horrible, it probably, it's probably nice to other people, but, like, for me, it just turns out horrible, it just, it, because it doesn't feel genuine, it's just, like, ugh, you know? <laughs> like a fake to me because i've been doing it like it's so long so yeah there's no way i'm 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 analog i'm an analog girl the whole way good yeah exactly i like what you said you know about the rip or the you know the seeing the Mm. picture and it being flawed like i don't know i like to think that if i was probably a picture in a magazine i'd probably have a few you know wrinkles or cut uh you know rips Mm -hmm. you know i I think it's cool you know it's great and the fact you're able to kind of and bring it back to life in a, in a new way is mm. is nice. You can tell like the imagery. You can also see like the the different uh, the way that like magazines printed ink and stuff. It's a, it's a different feel. It almost has a that really. Yeah, it you, it's hard to. I mean, obviously, there's probably ways to recreate that, but it's very it's very retro in that way. And just seeing, see, you know, even the the way the the photographs and and stuff are, are used. It's uh it's it's really a great mm. kind of way to modernize and old old techniques. I, yeah, that's why I was really drawn to it. 
Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I think it, um, it's, a, it's like a little bit of a struggle, though, when it comes to the beer labels. Um, you know, there's loads of imagery and, and things that I, I really enjoy that are very vintage and nostalgic. But like you're saying, like the colours sometimes can be quite faded or like a little bit um, like, you know, like not vibrant enough to be put onto a, a, onto a can and like people to, for it to pop. So I have to be like very, um, I have to make sure that those, that the colours that I do choose or the paper that I do choose the images are vibrant enough so sometimes I could make something that I'm so happy with but at the end of the day it's just not gonna work on a can you know so that can be kind of tough um yeah it it, it has to be bright enough for it to off of a you know off of a shell um and so there has there has been yeah, no. There, there has been a, there has been a few pieces that are like they're great and everything, but they're just too dull. Do you know? Yeah, but yeah, I think that the beauty of it is that you're creating and you're showing your work elsewhere other than just a can. So it's all part of the process, and you kind of learn. You know, you probably have ideas that are like, oh, this is, I love this idea, but it's not a can idea. Yeah. This is a print idea and yeah. like, whatever. But yeah, it's always exactly. you're always learning. Yeah. It's, it's really yeah. I think it's just. It's a it's a style that's not common, so there's really no there's not as many boundaries or or kind of guidelines mm-hmm. to look at other people. So that's a that's exciting that you're kind of creating something that's you know that isn't really as is really a commonplace. So you're kind of learning as you go. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of collage, really, like especially when you go online and and you see other collage artists. It's like it's so vast. You know, like even if you just even if you put the same ten images and papers on a table in front of like two people, both of those people will come out with something completely different to each other. And that's why I really like it because you can kind of you can kind of go crazy with collage. You can do whatever you want or you can rein it in and do something super minimal and you can make it your own and you can just like start a, a whole story and adventure with pieces of paper. Um, and you don't know where it will take you. You just don't know where it will take you. And that, that for me, like, it, it, that excites me. And that's why I use it so much. It, it just, I feel, it feels really fun, you know? Yeah, I love that. And I, I don't, I don't consider myself like a fashion person. I mean, I like to look nice, but like all those mm. fashion shows were like those competitions. I would always be drawn to those where they would just ha- because I just love, they like mm-hmm. the challenge would be like, okay, today we're working with plastic bags and it would just be like, like, these people with right. these crazy fucking ideas with plastic bags, mm. but they all had to use it. Like you're saying, they all had the same starting point. And it was, so I would just be like, and then you just be like, yeah. you know, three hours later and they have a dress. And I was like, what the fuck? You know? So I love, yeah. Yeah, I just, I just yeah, love, right. I just love that concept in life that we're all, you know, kind of given some of the same tools, but where we go with it is just really wonderful. Yeah. So I think that's a great, you know, great way to say that. Yeah. Um, I like I I especially like it too because like I come from like a photography sort of background and I've always enjoyed using images, but you know over I suppose prefer like over illustration where I, instead of like drawing my image I prefer to use like actual photographs of things instead. Do you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's always been like a big thing of mine. Like I can even remember way back when I was doing like my GCSEs at school and. Um, 
I think like the 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 very the four RGCSEs we had this one brief and it was like still life. And I remember like the whole room, we had like an hour to do it in the whole room. We're doing like paintings of still life and like pencils of still life and it's kind of thing. <laughs> I came to class, I came to my exam with like two giant Tesco bags full of images of fruit that I cut out the night before, like tons and tons of images of fruit and just like pasted this A3 board of fruit in, in, in the shapes of fruit in a bowl. And um, I kind of got disqualified, or well, not disqualified, but they didn't like it, my GCSEs. And, and my art teacher gave me a C minus. And I was like heartbroken because everybody else like drew it and I did it in a collage. She gave me a C minus. And then my mum, who's an absolute ledge, uh, went to the school when I got my GCSEs back and like demanded them to give me a better grade. And she like, she went in and she was like, you know, she gave them the whole spiel of she's different to everyone and you can't do this to her and like starts her life. And uh, yeah, they changed my my C minus to a B plus. There you go. Oh, thanks, mom. Yeah, mom. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That sounds yeah, like that's my that's right. a, that's something my mother would do. Like, what do you mean he didn't confine <laughs> yeah. to your rules and you're gonna punish him for being unique yeah, totally. in this art? Oh, it's so great. It was free. What more do you want? Like, yeah. So, yeah, you probably. Yeah, I mean, the fa- you probably put more time into it than anybody else did, right? And so, uh, I mean, you literally yeah. show that you prepared yeah. hours and hours ahead of time for it, and you were thoughtful and trying to. Yeah. I mean, isn't everyone's trying to find their own voice, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. So that was, I think that was the very, that must have been the very, very, very beginning of collage, I suppose, to me. But it just it felt right at the time. Yeah, you should find some of those. Uh, yeah, yeah, find those. Find the teacher and just send him a, 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 you know, a six pack of the beer and say, oh, look how, look how that, that turned out. B plus, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Oh, I wish I still had that piece. I don't know where it's like. It's probably some. It's probably at home somewhere. But my mum probably has it framed. Yeah, <laughs> it's start the one that started it all. The now, one that started it all. Yeah. Now, do you have certain like old magazines like that you really kind of really like? Is there certain ones that you find yourself like if you mm. see one at like a flea market, you're like, oh yeah, this is you know I love their layouts mm. or their styles. Mm. Yeah, I do. There's a few that I I absolutely love. So I really like I really like old. There's this there's this magazine called Toilet Paper, <laughs> and um, yeah, they have like just some of the most like crazy wild photography in there, and it's just so fun. And I I just love those magazines, and they always have like super super vibrant colors in them. So I love finding them, and they're quite rare as well. So they're real good. I used to be a big fan of National Geographic. Like, when I first started out, um, a lot of my work was just, like, strictly vintage stuff. So I have a lot of National Geographic. But I kind of, I've kind of start, I've begun to get more and more, like, modern with it, I suppose, and more, uh, I don't know how do you say it, uh, contemporary, like I've becoming more contemporary. So National Geographic, there are some images in there that are really nice, but I usually just take one, like one little image, and then just pile a load of, of like interesting um, shapes and colours on top of it, just to kind of bring it up to date. 
Um, so yeah, National Ge Geographic is good for like the one-off kind of little images that you find. And then other stuff, um, other stuff is like some Playboys are, are fucking so good, like especially 1970s, 1960s to 1970s Playboy. Man, some of those, some of those sets, like some of those photo, photo um, you know, like centerfolds and stuff, like they were wild. There was this one, there was this one that was like Girls of the Wild Wild West, <laughs> and it makes no sense. Yeah, and I was gonna say, like this, I can only imagine. Was, oh, uh, it's absolutely amazing, and there's like, there's like girls. It's so bizarre though, because they're like girls, naked girls with cowboy hats on, but they're sitting on like kids. Um, like rocking horses with like yeah kids rocking horses with like lassoes around like in a, in like a kid's nursery kind of thing it's the weirdest shit like it's so <laughs> it's so bizarre For, yeah, yeah. But, like stuff like that when you find things like that it's just so perfect You're like does anyone else see this like, like you see yeah what was what yeah. was that meeting like what was that meeting like like what what got rejected <laughs> like what what didn't what make the cutting Oh in no, that's too far. You've gone too far. Yeah. Oh, so the you, naked woman on the some, yeah. Oh yeah, naked woman on a on a kid's rocking horse. It, it's just it's so funny. And and those seventies, sixties, seventies Playboy ones, that it's, it's full of stuff like that. Like it's really bizarre, but I love it. And the ads in there as well of like the old like cigarette ads where they're trying to like pop you a load of cigarettes and like if you if you um you know if you uh collect this many packs of cigarettes we'll 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 throw you out a, a tracksuit so you can work out in the gym and be healthy like it's just ridiculous oh yeah yeah so, i remember that when i used to when i used to smoke in high school or you would get like the marble miles and be like oh if mm. you you sm like no one no one put it together like hey if you smoke a thousand packs you're probably getting closer to death but hey Here's a cool fucking hat and a T-shirt. It's like at least you'll, right, at least you'll right. convince other idiots to join you. It's like, oh great, thanks, cool. Exactly. So some of those adverts are really good. And some of those images are really, really good too. So I think like yeah, old Playboys are brill. Um, National Geographic are really quite good. Toilet Paper magazine is really good. And then there's other things like there's some really good like LGBTQ kind of magazines here that have like really, really funky photo shoots in them which i absolutely adore and then there's um a lot of good like 80s magazines that you find that's like doctor's own which i love um which is like a step-by-step -step of what happens if you if this you know if you break your legs and what happens if you um you know like suddenly fall ill with like the flu and those pictures of like people like giving spoons of medicine to kids and stuff like that they're just so funny um, and they're brilliant. Like, they're absolutely amazing. So Doctor's Own, if you can find it, it's a very rare magazine, but it tends to crop up a lot in Ireland. Might, might have been an Irish publication, but those pictures in there, mwah, like, amazing. They're brilliant. Um, and then, yeah, that's it, really. Like, a lot of... I've, I've got so many different types of magazines. Um, I pick up everything that I can find that I kind of like the look of. Um, so it really varies. I've got like a wide range of crazy, crazy stuff that I like. And, and like I said, sometimes I pick up a book and I'll just buy it because the colors in it are good. Like not even like the imagery, just, just the colors on some pages. Like I have a magazine that I bought for four euros and I only bought it because there's this like marbly kind of purple 
front cover and back cover inside. And that's the only reason I bought it. And I'm still waiting to use that paper, but it cost me four quid. So I'm going to have to like pay yeah. a good piece. For it that better be work. good, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, you yeah. like, you like crocheting. You're like, um, what? Oh, like the magazine you're buying, ma'am. No, I have no idea what this is about. Right. I will not read a single article. Right. Yeah. There's been some, there has been some like questionable magazines that I've taken up to pay for and they're looking at me like, what are you doing? Why do you want this? Yeah. You should you know? keep, yeah, yeah. keep doing the same stores. Like, so there's the profile they have of you. Like it's completely fucked. It's like, okay, she bought this, uh. <laughs> There's Violet magazine, and then she's buying a prayer book and, yeah, knitting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. You don't know who I am. Yeah, you it's like, oh, what do you, yeah, you yeah. thought you knew me a week ago. Now I fucking blew your mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I'll do, uh, I'm not a big flea market guy, but I definitely feel like I should help help the cause and go check out some, get some wonky uh, American magazines and send them over. Oh yeah, do yeah. Flea market. I, I kind of yeah. That's those are my people. That's my kind of zone. I love flea market. Just like rifling through a load of crap all day until I find something good. Uh, it's the hoarder in me that yeah. comes out. Yeah, I like I the, Yeah, I like I a flea market better. I think, or we like people mislabel them and they say it's like a flea market and it's just like a yard sale, and that's like the most dis. Like sometimes it's those are sad. Ah like, uh, yeah. Like there's a yeah, there's yeah, a bor- yeah, there's yeah, a. We, we, there's a level of sadness we that I'm not really, yeah. We call it a boot sale here. Yeah, we call it a boot sale. And like, as a kid, I grew up a lot in boot sales, and you go there like every Sunday and just like buy absolute shit, just oh, half yeah. for like ten p. Yeah. Um, out of the back of people's cars. Yep. Um, that was the best. So, yeah. Yeah, it was the best. Yeah, it was, yeah. I, I did like those because yeah and I, yeah. I don't know how old you are i think i'm older than you so i'm not uh, but yeah it used to be like you could buy like bootleg records like it wasn't like illegal copies of a record but like right. it would be someone would go and record like a live performance and now like i'd pay you know 20 yeah. 30 dollars for one one compact disc and now it's like i can download on my phone in like 10 seconds it's it was pretty awesome yeah yeah i know yeah but that's another reason why i like them too is, is picking up old music there as well yeah, I love that. Um, rifling through old records and stuff. I've got quite a nice collection coming on at the moment. I actually just bought a new album yesterday. I've been dancing to that around my living room all day. What you gotta tell um, us what it is, Sophie. You can't just like tease it. And we are back. You're listening to the 16 ounce canvas episode number 82 sophie devere whiplash brewing company dublin ireland i'm not gonna lie i really enjoyed this episode not that i would lie why would i fucking lie right but no so earlier in the episode when she talked about her mom and she said she's a complete ledge i've been trying to work that into a conversation for like two weeks and just i don't have it i don't have the the smoothness or the swagger of Sophie, but I'm going to try and make it, you know, obviously she's a legend, but you know, ledge just the way she says it, it just, it's cool. And, uh, she's cool. And so I don't know, it was kind of a podcast confession right there, but it's something that I just was looking forward to trying it, working it in, you know, people have different colloquialisms where they say things and, you know, it's not working so far, but we'll give we'll give it a shot later on. So if uh, if you see me use that, you know, welcome it. Don't make fun of me. We'll see what we can do. But you're listening to 16 Ounce Canvas, episode number 82, Ochenta Idos, featuring Sophie. 
Sophie underscore Devere, S-O-P-H-I-E underscore D-E-V-E-R-E on the Insta, on the IG, the gram of Insta, and then whiplashbeer.com, whiplashbeer. We'd love to try some of those. Hopefully we'll get the uh, the fam to, to smuggle some back. I mean, not smuggle, but, you know, within the confines of the law because it'd be cool to have those in the collection. And hopefully we'll get some, you know, convince Sophie to do some prints in the future and we'll get those for you. Or just selfishly get them for myself here in the studio. Really enjoy the luck I have. The You know, it's a, it's a privilege to be able to speak to folks all around the world. Like I said, as our first artist in Ireland Somewhere that is very true and meaningful to me and my family, Kieran's. You know, we've also interviewed some great tattoo artists, and one of the things that we've always talked about is you know getting some ink done and you know getting the family crest or the family you know shield of arms you know over the heart and kind of that being the the foundation piece. So who knows? This SPF 100 pasty white skin is currently ink free. Surprise, surprise, but. Hopefully you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure to reach out to Sophie. Let her know or follow along. She's uh, doing some really cool work. It's really exciting. I think at some point we should have a, uh, a magazine drive and get some cool magazines together and, and send them over there for her. And who knows you know, what will come of it. But just looking at her pieces and seeing how unique and creative they are, it's, uh, it's inspiring. It's been a real pleasure to, to get to connect with her and you know, folks who have been reaching out from we've gotten some folks from all different parts of the world reaching out when they saw that we had Sophie coming on we were saying they're really excited to hear this episode so hopefully hopefully you're enjoying it wherever you are we'd love to hear from you aj at 16ozcanvas.com is the email address and we love to love to connect like I said I'm really blessed to have made friends and connections from all around the world as uh, Michael Franti says right all the freaky people make the beauty of the world and you know, that's what we're doing we're trying to bring new breweries, new artists, new information, new techniques, new perspectives, and you know, get everybody out of their comfort zone. So just another one here that we're more than happy to share with you. This is a great kickoff to Season 8, our 8th 12-pack. And don't worry, folks, we're not going anywhere. We've got some bigger news to, that we'll hopefully be able to announce soon. We're talking about doing another art show or art shows. And just, uh, you know, we'll keep you, we'll keep you in the loop because... We're a community, and so without you, it's not possible. So let's get back into it, though. Uh, this is part two, Sophie, the Vare Whiplash Brewing Company, right here on the 16-ounce canvas. Cheers. What You got to tell um, us what it is, Sophie. You can't just, like, tease it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it is by a band called Villagers. Okay. Um, and the album is called The Art of Pretending to Swim. All right. And it's fab. Good. See, that's what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. You can't tease. Like, yeah, I used to be. A, there you go. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We'll get to more uh, radio stuff at the end, but we'll. Uh, yeah. So how how big are the pieces normally, like size wise? Like, what's the how? how what's your, for lack of a better term, canvas oh, okay. size? Yeah. So size wise, like because they are all hand cut and they are mostly from magazines and books and things like that, um, they are quite small. So usually they are either just under a4 or or maybe a little bit smaller than that yeah they're never big they're never huge and plus i don't really like working on big like big scale 
I don't really like working big scale and I've actually tried it before for like, you know, like an event kind of thing. They wanted me to do like a big paste up um, as like a window kind of display kind of thing. And it just didn't work. It just, cause I, I was completely lost in it. It was way, it was overwhelming. And I didn't know how to, to figure it out because it was so big. So I, I'm very comfortable in my little zone, in my tiny little zone. And yeah, most of my pieces are, are quite small. But I, I love the way it works. It's just how they kind of turn out. Okay, yeah. now when you do... Big pieces, yeah. Yeah, I guess, I, pieces, it'd be yeah. hard. You'd, you'd have to get big-ass magazines, so I might make it a little... Might, might make it harder now. Yeah, oh, no, I can't see... Like, I've seen some, some artists, like collage artists, who, who their pieces are, like, big, you know? Like, big pieces and, like, super intricate and, like, so much going on in them. And I just look at them and, and it, it, like, fries my brain. It's just like there's just too much going on, I, and like at the heart of it, I, I suppose I am like a bit of min, minimalist when it comes to my work. So yeah. I don't really need a big a big canvas because a lot of the time it's only maybe like three or four actual things on a piece of paper, you know. Yeah, I like that. It's yeah, it's centered and it's like just there in the middle, and it has the the emptiness, and it pops right. out at yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, who, who knows where, where you'll be in, in you know, 10 years. Maybe you'll be making your own textiles yeah. and using that for collage. But I think that's kind of, right. that's part of the journey, right? It could be, exactly. It could be completely different in like 10 years' time. I could be a maximalist. I don't know. I don't know where it will take me. But for now, I'm, I work I work quite small, yeah. Now, when you do prints, are they usually one of a kind? Is that how it works? Or do you have a way to make prints? Yeah, so I do. I make some prints. Um, a lot of the time they're like cheek clay kind of like ink spray prints um, and like they're from I'll, uh, I'll make a piece that I, I really like and then I get some good feedback from people saying like you're going to do a print of this or like can I get one of those and I'll just do like a run of maybe like five and just send them out and you know for like a really affordable price and then other pieces I'll just keep as the originals and I'll frame them and make them look nice, and then I'll sell them like that. But um, when it comes to print, printing in Ireland, especially Dublin, is abysmal. Like, it's such a fucking head wreck to get anything printed here. It, you ask anybody in the business, and it's just like, it's a shit show. So when it comes to printing stuff, I'd rather not, you know? <laughs> um, I'd rather just sell the original and just cut out all the crap. Um, but I do like doing prints. Like, uh, yeah, I, and if I do sell prints, I, I, you know, like there's a website, there's a shop here and a website um, that sell my work, and and they have it on like a really nice Fuji kind of paper, and it just looks real slick. And yeah, I, I let somebody else print it for me. <laughs> there you go. See, I like your style. I like your style, Sophie. Smarter, not harder, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if if I can do like the least amount of work when it comes to like printing and framing and all the rest of that, like that buzz, then that's that's brilliant. Like the least least amount of work I can do around that is a okay well, with me. Well, you did all the heavy lifting at that point, and you, as you said before, you kind of when you're finished, you just feel it's done. So I, I like the yeah. idea that when you're done, it's kind of here it is, and we're done with it. So the fact that it's yeah. like the you know just being trying to figure out how to get this printed and do that. I mean, that's a whole nother, I mean, screen printing is amazing mm. and that's wonderful, but I, it, it just mm. seems like a added level of stress that I, I, I definitely am not a, would not be a fan of. Totally. And I, I would absolutely love to start screen printing. The only problem is, is that like a lot of my pieces have tons of colors in them. 
and it can you can what well, I think it's like three or four colors you can pick to do screen printing. Yeah, even if you went so, like even if you went completely you know crazy and did like mm. six, it would take you. Yeah, you know, I don't. I just don't think it would work. Oh, yeah, it would take so long. I just like ain't nobody got time for that. I, I don't know. I would be able to do that. <laughs> I ain't but, got time for that. Um, I ain't got time for that. But yeah, like I, I have a few pieces that are black and white, which I I I questioned should I do a screen print of it or, you know, should I print this on a t-shirt or a bag, which I will get around to doing. Um, but I just need some money first, you know, cause that stuff, that stuff ain't cheap. Yeah. Right. You know exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the logistics. Yeah. That's a whole nother nightmare, but yeah. Well, right. we should, we should, yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're, great. well, where can folks go to buy those? paper and then you start doing it and it's like oh right so it's going to cost me this much to do that and then yeah if you're listening and you're a printing want to be a printing intern for sophie (laughs) get in touch sophie devere sophie underscore devere on instagram and your email there but yeah if you want to be an intern work for work for peanuts um and you know please yeah so so if we would appreciate it yeah i've got tons of them in the press i'll feed you peanuts you can print for me yeah, we'll you, there you go. Now, but how could folks, if they want to get some prints, where what would they what would they do? Okay, so if you do want to get some prints done, um, there is a website. Um, there's a website and a shop in Dublin that that does sell one of my prints, um, and they are called. Hang on one moment. <laughs> Hen's teeth. Yeah, hen's teeth prints. I have to, I'm sorry, that sounds terrible, but my, my memory, my brain is like literally the worst. Um, so yeah, they're called hen's teeth prints. They're great guys. They're so sound. They're, they're deadly guys. And they have an oldie of mine, but it's an oldie, but it's goodie. Um, it's called Space Hands. And you can buy that on their, on their website, which is hen's teeth prints. I think just hensteeprints.com. Or you can go into the shop and they have loads of great artists and stuff that they sell there too. Um, and then all of the other kind of things, I, I pretty much just sell off of my Instagram. So a lot of the time, like if you see something you like, just slide into my DMs and just ask me about it. Because um, <laughs> I, I, Just do that. I'm, I'm all is. I'll be here for you. We'll work something out. And I've done that I've done that a few times now and it's great. And like even people just saying, Hey, is this for sale? And I'll say, Well, now it is. Um, and I'll get and I'll get it shipped out to them, you know? I always love having my art in people's gaps. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I definitely want I yeah, I definitely want to I definitely want to get something for the studio. So we'll definitely uh we'll we'll bother you later. We'll bother you later, we'll figure something out. Uh yeah. Now, do you do you have any favorite? You know, what, what do you? What kind of beers are you drinking? What's your favorite styles of beers? Um, okay, so I'm 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 kind of I suppose I'm kind of new to the game. Um, I I'm not I'm not a big drinker, believe it or not, and I never have been. Um, and I I only started drinking when I was about like nineteen, twenty. I mean, like properly, like get into alcohol. Um, and I started off just like cocktails. So really into cocktails for a while, and then I got, and then I tried different, a different beer. I think I tried, I think it was a sour beer. I think it was like a lambic of some kind, and I was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. 
awesome. This is, is this this? And then from then on, I just started like pacing and trying new styles and, and I just got more and more into beer. Um, I think my favorite beers to go to are, yeah, like Lambics. Are, I love sour beers. Sour beers are great. Um, especially like very like berry kind of Lambics. So like strawberries and red berries and that kind of thing. I love that kind of stuff. Or different, like double IPAs um, I'm here for and IPAs I'm here for. And then in the winter, stouts all the way, you know? Yeah, amen. Uh, yeah, I don't really have like I suppose I suppose salads are my favorite if I'm going to be honest. But I'm into anything that tastes good. Um, I tried a I tried a watermelon beer recently, which is which is really nice. I haven't tried that before. That was really good. Summary. Um, so yeah, everything really. I'm I'm I always want to try new stuff. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, I mean, I have, I have some favorites, but yeah. if I'm like, oh, that sounds really weird. Like, I had a cucumber one recently, and it was kind of weird, but I, just, I was like, oh, it was a cucumber sour, and it was, it was, Ooh. it was interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll go Ooh. back to, I don't know if I'll go back to the well in that yeah. again, maybe, but I figured it was at a friend's house. Who yeah, I, that sounds, yeah. that does sound interesting. Right, like, yeah. I'd like to try some of Yeah, like, when you go to, like, the, mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's going to make me sound really, like, ritzy, which I don't do, but. If you ever been to a spa, they give you like a cucumber water or something. It's like I kind of felt like yeah. I kind of just felt like that. I was like, oh, I'm, I had that experience once. I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, I'm, as I'm saying, yeah. as, as I'm starting to talk and tell that story, I was like, oh man, this is not going to make me sound very cool. I'm like talking about being at the spa in my, in my robe, but whatever. If you can get a massage somewhere, I don't give a shit. Get that shit done. It's good. Yeah, I'm just gonna go next time and just start chugging them. Be like, all right, well, I thought the cucumber water and just I'm like, sir, you can't have six beers before yeah, do you. you mind? Yeah, do you do you mind? Yeah, it's only one o'clock. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, but I'm at spa, so let me yeah. drink my beer in peace. Yeah. Yeah. So, what for back to whiplash now from a timing perspective? Like, how much time do you have? You know, when Alex will mention a new beer is coming down the pike that you have to make a label for, because yeah. part of me feels like your process, you know, shouldn't be rushed. But I, that, that's easier said than done. Yeah, it's a, it, it's like you never really know. The process can be like super short. It can be like crazy long. So um, it's kind of funny because um, he, he pretty much releases new beer every month, and I have like. Like, like a few more few beers every month so I, I usually have a label to create every week or two labels to create every week kind of thing um and then so I'll just I'll just free I like free time in my studios to just spend as much time as possible making it and sometimes it sometimes it just turns up and like after a couple of hours where it just works and then other times it can take me like three or four days to create something um but then he he does have a habit of just like jumping out and saying, "Hey, uh, do you want to just? Could you just make me a label? We're we're basically we're, we're collaborating with someone now. Um, yeah, this only happened like yesterday. So could you make me a label tonight? Because it needs to be in by tomorrow. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah, and so I do that sometimes, um, and it just like freaking stresses me out but I do it and I just have to make it work so sometimes I'm on like a crazy deadline and like a surprise deadline and then others I have all the time in the world to make yeah okay 
So it's it's mm-hmm. typically all, all over the place. Yeah, there's I, I, it's all over the place exactly. Just like my life, it's just it's all over the place. It's yeah, a it's, big mess. It's all yeah. working out right. It's a from when you look at it, it's a mess, but when you step back, you know you, you have a a method to the madness. So it's working. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's all coming up millhouse. Oh, I love that reference. Well done. Um, <laughs> And I got a couple more for you. If you're know, someone kind of getting started, you know, in art or you know, has that kind of that that passion or that bug, you know, what would your recommendation be? Because obviously, living that art life is not always the easiest. But you know, I think it's probably mm-hmm. you're the truest version of yourself, and that's that's always important. But what would what kind of mm-hmm. uh, advice would you give somebody who's you know thinking about going down going down I, that way? I think the best advice I could give someone would basically just be like try and make as much artwork as possible just try and do it as much as you can like do it for your personal do personal work try and do stuff like collaborate people like as much as you can just keep creating just create as much as you can and build yourself up this like big profile of work that you just have and then you can sort of sit back and and then you have more of like you know an idea of where you want to take things um I'd say like trying Try and get out. Try and get out a bit. Like, make friends with people who are also artists and doing doing that kind of stuff. Because like a lot of my my mates are artists, and it really comes in handy. Um, from just doing shows to just sitting down with a pint and like chatting to somebody who's in the same boat as you, and asking tons of questions. Just ask your friends as many questions as possible because. Because they love it. They love talking about art. We, I like talking about art. Everybody likes it. So just ask as many questions as possible. And it will just kind of open doors for you, I, I suppose. Go to galleries. Just immerse yourself in art. Just jump in. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, I, li- no, I, I like that advice. Especially, yeah, just, I think keep creating is, is important. It keeps you. Keep creating, yeah. Keep yeah. creating and just like, just, just join in, you know, Join in with with other like minded people who are doing similar things to you, and doors will start opening. Um, and like, get yourself out there a bit, you know. Like, use social media and use all that stuff, and like, push your artwork into people's faces, you know. Like, what's the worst that can happen? So just like, do it. Yeah, that's what it's there for. Plus, I love that as well. I love going online and and finding new artists. That that makes me so happy, you know. Yeah. So just do that. Oh, that's you like keep yeah. making art. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I mean, that's that's probably the best part of the podcast is finding people, and then just kind of going down and like reading all their stuff and kind of seeing where seeing mm-hmm. where they came from and what have you. So, right. so, so, how long have you been doing work for Whiplash now? So I've been doing work for Whiplash, I think, for about two years now. I think I think it's about two years. Um. Yes, I, like professionally, I've been working professionally as an artist for about two years. And that means like doing it full time, working on something every single week, you know, for a product or for a brand or, you know, whatever it is. Before that was like, before that I was doing it for, I, I was doing art for art's sake. I was doing it, like I just said, because I love doing it and just doing it as much as possible. Uh, but I'd say, yeah, professionally two years, you think? Good on you. Yeah. No, yeah. I, and I just think it's great. I think a lot of people's stories are, I just love meeting people, you know, even if it's virtually, but just kind of the fact you, know, you found something you love. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, the, the typical, you know, path or journey people take. And, you know, it just resonated with you from mm. you know, an early age, you know, you're talking about your fruits, you know, your still life. 
And it's, yeah, yeah it's just yeah. really, no, it's just really important. I think it's, I think a lot of folks try to be, you know, what somebody else wants them to be. And I think being a, you know, an artist is, is definitely not the, the easy, easy way for folks to go. But that's, like I said, it's a true, ver- truest version of Sophie. And so I think it's, that's inspiring right. a lot of people. Yeah, it's, Definitely not the easiest route to go, but it's it, exactly it's true to yourself. So it, it makes me super happy. It like that's that's one of the things that I really enjoy in life is creating stuff and making artwork. To do what I know it's so like lame to say, but like just do it. Just do something that makes you happy because you're not here for very long. So just you know, be happy. Try and try and try and do something that you like. You know. Yeah. Time is long, but life is short, yeah. right? Yeah, so. Exactly, yeah. Even if it's just, like, part of your week. If you like making, I don't know, if you're, like, really into making omelets, just make omelets, you know? Like, take an hour out of your day and make as many different types of omelets as you want. Or if you like, really into walking dogs, like, walk as many dogs as you can, you know? Yeah. Do it. <laughs> I dare yeah. you. Yeah, right? <laughs> now I'm getting hungry, but... Yeah, no. I mean, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised to learn that podcasts are not a very lucrative uh, art. So it's definitely uh, that's what mm-hmm. we, we. So he's been doing it because it's it's been great. You know, like it's uh it's is good for you know it's a good experience for me. And like I said, it makes looking at the big picture of the world just uh, a lot better. So it's yeah, it's been wonderful. Yeah, totally. And like I wouldn't have I wouldn't have had the chance to talk to you and be on this great show. You know, if you hand oh, wait, to, wait to hear first. Yeah, yeah, wait to hear first before yeah. you say it's great. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna make me look so bad. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, you're an easy guest. I mean, I could. The, the only way this would be better, and maybe when we, you know, when we break, you know, break the podcast world, you know, take it over. But we'll be doing it in person with a couple of pints. I mean, that's what that's. You know, we do a few of these in person, but we're not there yet. But I think. Oh, that, you never know that one of those that day might come. You never know. Oh, that's the you plan. So if that's our dream, that's our bucket list is to. uh try to figure a way to make this like a yeah, like a little little TV program, you know? Follow you along, we'll have a little cutting, you know, uh-huh. B-roll you and then we'll, yeah. we'll we'll pan across your, you know, mess of a studio and go through all your magazines together and boom, mm-hmm. and and end of each episode will be <laughs> one of your cans. So yeah. That's the bucket list. Okay. That's my omelets. Those oh, are my right. that's my omelets. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Last one. This one should be easy, especially with your your blowing your your expanding uh, record collection. But in my former life, I did you know I was a, a disc jockey. And so, what type of music are you listening to in the studio oh. or or when you're creating? Like, what's a um, what's the Sophie playlist? Yeah. This is self serving for me. So, so the Sophie, more the more you got, the better. The Sophie playlist. Let, let me think. Um, yeah. So I used to actually back in the day. Um, music is part of my life. I suppose like music, it, it tends to change when I'm actually working. I like really methodic kind of easy listening kind of stuff when I'm actually working. So one of like my favorite records to listen to when I'm in the studio is Boards of Canada. Music has the right to children. Like that's, that's my go-to. Like I, it gets me in the zone. I just love that album. Um, I'm currently, I, like, I really like Immunity by John Hopkins as well because it's just, it's a banger. It's a bit of a fresh kind of album, but it, it's just so, so good. And I, I just love listening to that one. Um, on top of my head, let me think. Come to uh, the current. I just 
love it. It's super vintagey and like poppy and perfect. I love that album. Which one? Um, and then I, I like a lot of old stuff too. I'm, I'm really into my blues and my jazz and my funk and my good time kind of music. So, so yeah, that would there'd, there'd be like a bit of bit of James Brown in there. Um, you know, a bit of Curtis. Goodman, yeah, yeah. Miles. I think yeah, I think yeah. I definitely think you yeah. We definitely, yeah. I can see you being you know it's a weird. I can see you being like a DJ, like like just kind of like more like a, not like a turntable like like scratching and stuff, but like a party like mood setter. Like you know you just like like people are there having yeah. a good time and you're just you're just kind of curate you're kind of curating the vibe. I feel like that'd be a a good right. title for you. Yeah, I think exactly. that would work. I'm, yeah. I'm more of a, more of like a one o'clock in the morning type of girl um but yeah no i used to i used to play music i used to dj and stuff and a lot of a lot of that was a lot of that was blues and funk and soul and that kind of stuff so like i i, I love all that kind of thing and I'd, I'd listen to a lot of that in, in the studio but I, I always have a record on I'm always playing always playing in the background something that's that's what I was hoping for, Sophie. That's exactly so. I got some, yeah. It's self-serving. I take some of that and I add it to my playlist, and just yeah, kind of, we'll add some of the, mm-hmm. add some of your tunes to the episode. Make it you know, make it funky and you know, have a little additional of your flavor. And so yeah, it's really, I think it's perfect. Right. Well, I just want yeah, to, uh, awesome. yeah, I wanted to thank you. I mean, I really, I'm a big fan. I think my favorite one is, uh, do you want to touch me? I just think that's such a cool. It makes me feel like, <laughs> makes me feel like I'm on. Uh, on acid or something but i mean it definitely is uh it's just a cool um, it's a, it's, a, it's really yeah, there's cool quite a funny story behind that one uh, but right. it's yeah mostly to do with gary glitter we we won't talk about it <laughs> all right all right um, i'm really happy that you like that one though <laughs> yeah just like it like to me that'd be a cool like animation too like you just open the jacket up and just kind of all the the dots and the collages mm. kind of you know come at you and just yeah just yeah, it, it really is a good uh, example of your style. Thanks. I, yeah, uh, Thanks. I'll, we'll, we'll get that story in person, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll hold you to that. But yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> yeah, Probably. yeah, it's nice. It kind of uh, it's it's like an evolution of I think what is it, Scaldi Porter, right? It kind of is that similar style. Oh but... yeah, actually, that's a that's a great reference. I haven't actually put those two together, but you're right. Yeah, the Scaldi Porter was the head first guy. Yeah. All the little dots kind of like bashing out of his head. Um, yeah, you're right. It is. It's kind of, it's, it's been elevated. Yeah. Kind of like oh, yeah. On, on it's like next course. level. Yeah. It's definitely it kind of shows your, right. your, your cutting skills got a little more, you know, intricate too. So yeah, I think, yeah, it's great. I think yeah. it just really, it's a great use. And even what's another one I really like, um, what's I'm trying to find the cyborg granny. I think that's kind of a nice, you know, the old black and white oh. sad lady, <laughs> but she's kind of got like a, David Bowie robot face going on, yeah. Mm, mm, yeah, that's quite dark. Like, it's funny that one because a lot, like, some people really, some people really vibe on it and they're like, "Oh, that's so funky and like psychedelic and cool." And then others are really scared of it and they think it's like so dark and like really disturbing. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it can it's go like either way that one. It's yeah. good because like from afar you see like you see the sadness of the old lady, but then as you get in, it kind of it modernizes it and still, yeah, it, it's, it's got like a, you know, a tribal thing going. Yeah. It's, mm. it's cool. That's good art though, right? You evoke emotions and people don't always agree and can converse and then they're doing it with a beer in their hand. I mean, that's, that's, that's like the golden ticket yeah. right there. 
Yeah, I've had a lot of people. Um, I've had a lot of people trying to actually peel the labels off of the cans, um, but like in, without ripping them, so that they can put them on their laptop or like their fridge or whatever. Um, and I've actually had like a couple of messages of people saying like, "Can you just sell the stickers like of the art instead of me trying to rip them off the cans because it's just like wrecking my head." <laughs> yeah. I really want it, but taking me forever to get this fucking label off the beer kind of fun um I've, I've seen it kind of crop up as well on instagram of like people ripping them off and sticking them onto glasses so that's the new trend um yeah i think whiplash really I'm here for. Whip, whiplash crew whiplash make stickers like there you go it's a no-brainer sell that shit you already yeah. you're already digitalizing it like just basically, if you go to their beer page, right? I mean, most of them just sit there like stickers anyway, right on the page. I mean, come on. Right, yeah. Let's go. That's it. Maybe that's the next step. We need to make some whiplash stickers. Or fucking t-shirts, yeah. too. What about t-shirts? I'm sorry. Not to, like, I don't know if you don't want to be, like, all, like, merchy out, but some of these would look awesome. When I, like that. Oh, no, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to do that. But like I said, it's, it's you got to make the moolah. you gotta you got to spend the moolah to make the moolah and I, I have to have the moolah first to spend do the moolah. yeah maybe we can do some maybe maybe we can figure a way to collaborate I, yeah because i would like to, i think these should be Ooh. yeah we, let's, let's think about that let's uh let's brainstorm we'll figure yeah, so out. if we, there's we, any um t-shirt you know if there's any people out there that make that make t-shirts i got a t-shirt guy i got a t-shirt guy right. yeah i got a t-shirt guy <laughs> yeah i'm okay, so well, yeah, yeah 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 we'll talk later I, yeah I, I definitely i don't do I, I don't have yeah i don't have a lot of uh I, I can't create anything myself, but I can put you in touch with people or help facilitate. Maybe we'll do, yeah, we'll do something. But yeah, stay, yeah. Tu stay tuned for that, folks. Yeah. That's what we call in the biz a teaser. So I'll have you a teaser. Who knows? Maybe by the time this episode airs, when I do the the intros and outros, we can talk about you know the, the the Sophie collab that we got going on. But stay tuned for that. Sophie, <laughs> yeah, thank you so That's much. Good. I hope it wasn't uh, too painful. I hope you enjoyed yourself. You know, I uh, I I really dig what you're doing. I think it's like I said, it's. It's extremely unique, and it's uh, it's a fitting style. To, you know, it's it's a complimentary view, and I think it's a good story. You know, you you love what you do, and you're passionate, and you work really hard. And it's I love that it's analog, and I just yeah, I really uh, I'm really excited that we're able to you know connect, being from completely opposite you know other sides of the you know of the of the world. So it's awesome. Thank you so much for everything like thanks that's so nice to hear and and likewise i think it's, it's been really nice having the chats with you um where are you at the moment i'm in uh connecticut it's like a tiny little boring state in the united states but i'm about like an hour from from uh new york city so that's probably uh, the best landmark okay 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 so exactly so we're just We've just connected all the way from Ireland to Connecticut, and that's so great, and I love it. Yeah, that. exactly. Um, yeah, so I'll. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. No for problem. Wedding, and I've really enjoyed having the buzz with you. Yeah. And having the chat. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's wonderful because I said before I've been to Dublin twice. We were there. It's been a while. I think it's. Uh, I think it was like 2001 or 2002. We were there um, for extended mm -hmm. extended time. So it was right when the euro came in place, and that was really cool because we, you know, you pay it. At midnight, you know, we had the Irish pound, and then you know, the next day it was the it was this brand new first time euro, which we can all discuss whether oh, it's wow. yeah whether it's effective or not. But you know, it's a whole other podcast. Right. But yeah, right. and then, yeah, yeah. And the family they're going to they're going to Derry for the the big Halloween festival out there, so they're they're pretty excited about that. 
brilliant. <laughs> that would be really fun. Yeah, well, that would be great. Well, thank you, Sophie. It's been awesome. So I look forward to it and uh, we'll definitely uh, add, add into the bucket list of having a few pints in. And, you know, if you if you ever come stateside, you know, uh, let me know. But we'll we'll be in touch before that. Yeah, please do. Yeah, anytime you come over here, we'll take you out on the sesh. We'll have the pints. We'll have the crack. It'll be really fun. Exactly. All right, looking forward to it. You're 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 a legend. So thanks so much, Sophie. I appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers. 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 All right, with one of us is to hang up now. So I'm gonna oh, be. No. I'm 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 gonna hang up. Okay. I'm going to hang up. Okay. No, I'm going to hang up. Okay. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> and there we have it, folks. The infectious, exhilarating, fun, dynamic, creative Sophie DeVere, Whiplash Brewing Company, Dublin, Ireland, Kicking off season eight right here at this 16 ounce canvas, and we couldn't be happy to share that one with you. Just good energy, just a lot of fun. You know, I know I'm kind of repeating, but just really, uh, it's fun listening back. And sometimes you think episodes are going to be go good, and you listen back, and it's kind of dry, or episodes that you thought were were soft or boring. You know, kind of full of life and got some good information in there. So who knows? I'm excited. Hopefully, we'll be able to figure a way to collaborate with Sophie at some point. You know, in the future, some of those, some of our pieces will look great, you know, on on shirts or prints. And, you know, obviously, you know, money, money, money. But, you know, in a, in a perfect world, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it all out and uh, make it make it happen. But it was just really a, a pleasure. It's, it's nice to be able to have the opportunity to connect with people from, you know, I'm in Connecticut, she's in Ireland. We've never met. You know, we've emailed, you know, back and forth very, very briefly, basically, hey, would you please do my podcast? then kind of you know going from there but it's you know it's one of the the better parts of the project is really you know people warm up to me you know we have a you know, good connection there's story to be told you know people get outside of their comfort zone talking about themselves what you know their story is how they got into their career you know highs lows you know good bad you know all that stuff it's really just uh it's a wonderful experience and you know we're really blessed in the success of what we have however you define that is you know not possible without all these great artists and their stories and being able to and willing to share you know there are the list is growing but there are artists who you know won't do the show or just maybe don't know how to email back um and that's cool but we've you know this is episode 82 and we are continuing to go strong. Like I said, we're working on season nine's artists now. We're working on some news. Got some exciting stuff coming down the line. I guess our next big milestone will be episode 100. I think that comes after I turn the dun-dun-dun big 4-0. I know you're thinking, what should I get AJ for his birthday? November 18th is the birthday. I think the address is on the website. You know, nothing too, nothing too fancy. But, you know, go big. It's cool. And uh, we're really excited. So it's been a it's been a wonderful you know adventure. Season eight has kicked off properly. You know it's a it's a good go. Learned some new you know some slang there, and we'll hopefully you uh, enjoyed yourself as well. So Sophie Devere, Sophie S O P H I E underscore Devere, D E B E R E. You can also check out whiplashbeer.com. See more of her labels there. Whiplash beer on the Instagram. So 
we thank you once again. I want to thank everybody for, for being a part of this, for the support, for making it possible. A lot of great artists coming up, a lot of interesting stuff um, for later in the year, but maybe next year around April time, we'll have a cool thing that we can tell you about sooner than later. And yeah, don't be a stranger. Remember, 16OZ Canvas on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, 16OZCanvas.com is the website and if you have yet to do so we would truly appreciate it we got an amazing recommendation slash review uh, this week on our facebook page and it was really just wonderful to, to hear that and it's nice to, to see that people are appreciating different facets or, or levels of their career and so thank you and thank you and yeah thank you so head on over to itunes or google play or stitcher wherever it is you podcast you know review and leave a ratings we'd love to to hear from you and you can always email me aj at 16ozcanvas.com don't be a stranger keep in touch and we will see you next week cheers